Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 93.7, The Fan. It is Memorial Day weekend, and I think first and foremost, we should say thank you to the people who have given the ultimate sacrifice for the freedoms that we have and the freedoms that we should still fight for. They risked it all to make that possible. And while a lot of people out there will be celebrating the start of summer, and I get it, it is. There's a lot of stuff going on. There are parades, cookouts, barbecues, what have you. Always remember the people and what this holiday is intended to do, and that is to salute the people, the men and women who have sacrificed and given it all so that we can do the things that we do. Never forget that. So while it may be happy Memorial Day to a lot of people, it is not so happy for people who have lost loved ones in the battles over the years. So I want you to keep that in mind as you move forward and thank people who have ties to military people who have lost their lives. I think it's very important to do that. In the meantime, we are here talking sports for the next couple of hours. I'm Bob Pompiani. Matthew Harkins is back behind the glass. I haven't seen you in a long time, Matt. Good to have you back. It's been a while. It's been a while, but yeah. Uh, so Matty Ice is here, and you can call him if you want to talk to me. First and foremost, I should tell you that the number is 412-928-9370, and that is the same number as the Edgar Snyder & Associates fan text line. Edgar Snyder & Associates reminds you to text responsibly, and Twitter on this station is brought to you by South Hills Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Peters Township. Visit them online at SouthHillsJeep.com. And our show is brought to you by the good people of PNC Bank. PNC, make today the day. Always do that. Check out their virtual wallet. And we are driving in style with number one Cochrane Shop 24-7 with Expressway at Cochrane.com. And if you're looking for a great place to go this holiday weekend, hang out, watch sports on beautiful big screen televisions, go to Iron Rock Tap House in Greensburg. Come see what everyone is talking about. Great place to hang out in Greensburg. It's right next to the live casino. 412-928-9370 is the number. So I'd love to hear from you today, talking about all things sports. And in case you missed it last night, the Pirates uh, with a bombs away in Seattle. Uh, unbelievable performance of the long ball. Uh, for a team that had hit only nine home runs the entire month, the entire month of May, they hit seven last night, which ties a franchise record. Seven. Last time they did it was 2003. Before that, 1947. Before that, 1894. <laughs> so it doesn't happen very frequently. But last night, Jack Sawinski led the way with two of them. Brian Reynolds had a huge night, almost hit for the cycle, a double short. He had a triple single and a home run, drove in five. Uh, man, people are hitting the ball all over the place. And it started with Andrew McCutcher with a leadoff home run. So good news for the Pirates that they actually uh, get a win against a good pitcher and George Kirby, who was uh, really good, uh, came into this game as one of the best. He had not given up uh, three home runs all season. He gave up four to the Pirates last night. And today, it's going to be Vince Velasquez coming back from his injury. He's 4-3 and three with a 366 ERA, 
against a really good pitcher again, another good pitching matchup, Luis Castillo, 3-2 and two with a 297 ERA. I don't expect 11-6 to six today. Uh, it should be a lot tighter to the vest, a lot more uh, outs than home runs, I imagine. So we'll see how it goes. But the Pirates gained a game on Milwaukee. That got clobbered yesterday, 15-1. to one. So they're just a half game out of first place. And again, we're heading close to the, um, the All-Star or the uh, Memorial Day. And then I always tell people the All-Star break is the time we can really understand where a team is and w- what they may do in the second half of the season. And in this division right now, Again, I want to keep reminding everyone, St. Louis is heating up. St. Louis has gone 14-5 and in their last 19 after a miserable start. So they are in a situation where you should watch out for them. They're going to get hot. Pirates and Brewers need to watch out for the St. Louis Cardinals. In the meantime, we're talking about that. If you have a thought, 412-928-9370. We're also talking about Alex Highsmith, who was – at Steeler OTAs this week, and if you remember the last couple of years, Minka Fitzpatrick and T.J. Watt were there, but they, they went through what they called the hold-in phenomenon, which is I'm going to show up because I respect the organization, I respect the coaching staff, I respect my teammates, but I ain't going to do anything until I get the money I want. And so that's a strategy that a lot of teams and players are using. Alex Highsmith chose not to do that. Now, he still has time going on here. Uh, they don't have to rush into a decision, but I would imagine they'd want to do it sooner than later. Uh, 14 and a half sacks last year. You can tell me he's a great compliment to T.J. Watt, which he is, and he is better because of T.J. Watt at the other side. You know, as a defense, you try to line up things that create mismatches, and offensively, you have to decide which guy you want to stop first, and in most cases, it's T.J. Watt. Alex Highsmith has benefited from that. But I will also tell you that T.J. Watt benefits from Alex Highsmith. I don't think it's that simple to bring in guys and just say, well, you're only getting the numbers you are because of T.J. Watt. You know, there are a lot of guys who've come and gone and haven't been able to do that. You know, you look at some of the guys in the past who've put up big numbers. It normally is the result of having two guys. You know, when it was Woodley and Harrison, same thing. You have to pick your your poison. Which one do you want to affect you the least way. You block that guy or you double down with two people and one is free to roam and do some things right there. So I think Alex Heisman deserves the money that he's going to get. I don't think they need to break the bank to do it. What I think is fair is probably 15 to $17 million a year. He seems like a guy who's going to work no matter what. I wouldn't be at all surprised if he decides at some point to just take a day off or two from OTA, OTAs. Again, they are voluntary T.J. Watt didn't show up first day, and a lot of people went nuts. Uh, he showed up the next day. I don't, I don't know that they have to be there every single day, but I think Alex Seismith is true to his word. He wants to work. He wants to get better. What a great third-round pick that was um, for him to be here uh, when the Steelers taking him and develop in three years' time. So that's good. They brought in some help as depth. They certainly need depth. Their inside linebacking is all new. There are a lot of things to watch as we head into the um, – Regular training camp, which will take place at the end of July. 412-928-9370. I also want to get your take on what's going on with DeAndre Hopkins, a guy who, man, it was a big deal that Houston sent him to Arizona a few years ago. And now they're in the middle of an expensive breakup. They have released him after trying unsuccessfully to trade him. One Still one of the premier wide receivers in the game. I know he's 31, but he also um, you know, has 11,000-plus receiving yards. He's capable of you know, winning games by himself. We saw that in Arizona in 20 and 21. And 20 had 115 catches, 1,400 yards, put up big numbers for Kyler Murray. 
But now it's too expensive, and it will cost them $31 million against the cap this year. They didn't want to take another hit next year, so they released him. Anyone can sign him. And I'm wondering what team will probably do that, because somebody will, and they probably should. The other thing that happened this week is kickoff rules. Now they're, to me, they've always tried to, you know, safety, safety, safety. They're taking the, the excitement right out of the game. Now, most kickoffs go into the end zone. You start at the 25. Now, if you want to call a fair catch inside the 25 or whatever, you can do that, and it goes to the 25. I do not like that rule. I think you're taking a big part of the exciting part of the game out in the name of safety when, in fact, I don't know that's that dangerous to do with those guys. Everything's dangerous in a football game. It's a violent game. 412-928-9370 is the number. Open phone calls to one today. We have a lot to get into, not to mention NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs. Anything else you want to talk about is fine, including golf. And I want to say the block party is now over. Michael Block, who took um, the PGA Championship by storm by finishing 15th, a hole-in-one on the final day, and everyone was talking about Michael Block. Well, the block party may be over now. He finished in last place, didn't make the cut this week. Uh, down in Fort Worth. So, but still, what a great story it is. And it goes to show you how competitive is in golf. These these are really good players. He got some heat for saying that if he had Rory's length, that he would be one of the top players in the world. Listen, I get what he's talking about. He's pretty good. His reputation is a short game wizard. What he was saying was, I can't hit it with these guys. If I did, I might be able to be a really good player. And for that, he took a lot of criticism. I got what he was saying. People want to be critical all the time. Fine. But what a good story that was for at least two-week period. And he's still going to go up to uh, Canada now playing the RBC. And then sooner or later, these sponsors' exemptions are going to wear out. 412-928-9370. Let's go to Counselor joining us in the car to start things off today. What's up, Counselor? Hey, Bob. How are you? Good. Uh, listen, uh, regarding the Pirates hitting, I'm glad they broke out last night. That's nice. But did you read Jack Wilson's article about, well, the son, Jack Wilson Jr., the difference, that's there's got to be some happy medium with the Pirates hitting. You know, the game they lost for this, to lose the series against, uh, what was it, Texas, I guess. They, they couldn't twice had men on third base with less than two outs and couldn't get a fly ball of even medium depth. Yeah, that was a frustrating loss. You're talking about that 12-35 game, the last one of the series. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it, this idea that, you know, everything's exit velocity and all that, there's, if you read that article about Jack Wilson Jr., I'll tell you the truth, of course, it won't happen. I wouldn't mind getting the senior as the hitting coach for the Pirates because I think there's too much emphasis on, you know, we got to hit the ball as hard as we possibly can no matter how. Where no, I, I don't know, you know, Counselor, I don't know that they're talking that way internally. I think that's a product of StatCast era where you have all these different numbers and metrics and people keep throwing it out. I don't think they're telling people, you got to hit it hard. We want 110 velocity. No, that's not what they're looking for. They're looking for contact. Now, if it happens to be that way, because every time O'Neill Cruz hits a baseball, it seems like he has some sort of record when it comes to uh, how hard he hits it. But I don't think that's them saying that. They're trying to make contact – I see it when they're down there. They're trying to tell people to go the other way with pitches, do those sorts of things now that they don't have a shift that you could be successful doing. Well, I just think that it seems to me that there's not – if you if you saw what the junior was said, he hasn't struck out in, what, 50 times at bats. And, you know, he, two strikes. Yeah, no, I, listen, 
I get it, and, and thank you for the call, Counselor. Uh, this is not about uh, hitting the ball hard. Uh, to me, it's more about putting the ball in play. I mean, they strike out an awful lot, but that's just throughout baseball. It seems like guys are swinging for the fences at times and becoming um, you know, less effective in putting the ball in play. Jack Sawinski's a good example of that. He had two more home runs. He's got a lot of power. He now has nine, but he strikes out a lot. I th- I'd love to see more of a, you know, a, a middle ground there. Yes, you can hit your home runs, but also uh, you need to get that average up, get on base a little bit more, drive in runs a conventional way with a single uh, here and there, not just striking out with guys in scoring position. Jim in Monroeville is calling us right now on the Bob Pompiani Show. Hello, Jim. How are you on this Saturday? Uh, doing great. Um, love the show as always. Uh, Long time listener. Um, you know, this DeAndre Hopkins thing, um, I, you know, he's a great receiver. I, I don't think anybody would uh, say otherwise. You know, just as a longtime sports fan, of, especially the NFL, um, I'm just getting tired of this giving up on the team mentality by some of these uh, players. And it, it seems to me that's predominantly wide receivers. And, I, you know, as the saying goes, they're, they're divas, you know, and I get that. But I mean, the guy, guy played in Houston for a terrible Houston team until Deshaun Watson got there. Um, and he always put up good numbers. You know, no matter who, who the quarterback was, he always put up good numbers. But there's something to be said about um, being a good teammate. You know, and I just feel like players like him, as, as good as they are, um, they can be problems. They, they don't really help the team with these attitudes and with, with, with this whole notion that, you know, they're the only one trying and, you know, no one else is giving effort. I don't know what the case was in Arizona. I think, Jim, you know what I think it was? I think it was a case that, you know, he's he, they all want the ball. And this goes back to the Bradshaw, Swan, Stallworth, and anyone else who has elite receivers. They all want the ball. Okay, good. We all want the ball. Sure, you want the ball. But when you're not getting the ball, you can do other things to help your team. There was a fallout there between – uh, him and the offensive coaches he had about commitment to the blocking game. Commitment, you know, you ask wide receivers to do it. Some are real good at it. Others don't even want to be bothered with it. And if you're a complete player and if you're doing something in a run game, your your responsibility is to help block. It's not just to go out and catch passes. Um, and I think I, and, and, I you know, Hopkins can still get down the field with the best of them. And I don't doubt that at age 31. But I also think he, you know, that sort of stuff wears thin with coaching staffs. And the fact on top of that, that Kyler Murray has regressed and seems not willing to work hard at his craft at times has made it frustrating for him. So they were at a, you know, the breakup point of time and they broke up and it's an expensive breakup. It's going to cost them money against the dead cap this year. Other teams could go out and sign him. So my question is, would you be interested in him? You know, it would be hard to say no. I just I worry about the, um, the 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 locker room. What kind of teammate is this guy? You know, and it's like, yeah, you sign him, you put him on your team if you got a great quarterback, but you have to really weigh the risk. And I really think that when you put a guy like that on a team at 31, you know, um, you really want a better teammate um, overall. I think in the long run because that 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 has an effect on the team. You don't want to be a distraction. And we know, we saw this with Antonio Brown. So I just, it bothers me that these guys just can't quite become the, the total package, if that right. makes sense. You know, be great athlete, but also just be a good teammate. Yeah, I, I think, and thank you for the call, Jim. Very, very much appreciate it. But I think in this day of stats and um, me, 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 kind of in the football game sometimes with some of the receivers you see around the league, it, it is a problem. And I think the Steelers have a pretty good group here. 
You know, Deontay Johnson, for as many people want to complain about some of the things, you know, running backwards, not having touchdown passes, I, I still think that guy's pretty committed to what they're doing here. And I like that fact. And I think he's going to have a better season by far this year coming up opposite George Pickens. They brought in a veteran like Allen Robinson for a reason. They liked him, but he's also – he's not one of those guys he's, – he's willing to do just about everything there is out there. I think it's no coincidence they drafted Darnell Washington at tight end because he's committed to that sort of thing. They want to become a very physical team so that they can do things on the line of scrimmage that make life easier for Kenny Pickett. Speaking of Kenny Pickett, of course, that story that's out there and now the memes are coming and all the <laughs> Twitter – jokes about Kenny Pickett having his car stolen and leaving his playbook in it. And now they got it back, thankfully, and the guy was arrested. Good. Need more of that on situations like this. Unfortunately, he'll probably be out shortly. They, that kind of stuff has got to stop. But the bottom line is, um, you know, that was just one of those things. You know, they were trying to get the car service. Keys are in the car. The guy was just right there for whatever reason. And now, of course, you see all sorts of uh, memes about Matt Canada's playbook, which is what you expect on social media today. 412-928-9370. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Got more coming up. We roll along here, first hour of the show. Brought to you by PNC Bank. Make today the day. Number one Cochrane drive in style with number one Cochrane. And visit Iron Rock Tap House out in Greensburg, right next to the live casino. Great way to spend your holiday out there. They have indoor, outdoor, fire pits, all sorts of good stuff there at Iron Rock Tap House. 412-928-9370. I just wanted to further, before I get back to the lines here, guys, hang on, Roland, Dan, and Ed, just uh, tell you more about this NFL kickoff return reduction which is a, a one-year trial, so I think we should point that out. But they've pushed the kickoff return kind of further toward what's going to become irrelevant, I think, at some point, where you just see them start at the 25 no matter what. So it's a one-year trial, uh, and it's a rule that will give the receiving team the ball at its own 25 with a fair catch on a kickoff anywhere beyond that yard line. So if you're at the 5 and the ball's in play, you call fair catch, it goes to the 25. Now, there's a lot of people who don't like this, a lot of players and coaches, but the NFL 
they had to look back into their statistical models that talk about concussions. And they believe under this new rule that concussions on kickoffs will drop from 38% to 31%. And the most dangerous play in those, you know, will reduce by 15% overall. Again, I get it. Safety, safety, safety. But you're taking a big part of the game away from the game, I think. Kickoff returns, especially if you have someone can do it. It is an advantage. You want someone who can do that. You want someone who can change the field position with one play. And they're seemingly willing to take that all away in the name of safety. But it's a violent sport. And this, you know, <laughs> at some point, you got to just play it. Uh, we see that with, you know, all their attempts to make quarterbacks less likely to be concussed. And yet there were more concussions last year than they were in the two years previous to that. So it is a physical game. It's going to happen. But this seems to be at least it's a one-year trial. They may not like it, and they may go back to it. We've seen that a lot in the NFL as well. Roland in Castle Shannon joins us right now, and he joins us on the Fan Hotline. What's up, Roland? Hey, Bob. Happy Memorial Day weekend to you, and hope you're going to get some good uh, quality family time in over the weekend. We'll try to do that. Thank you, Roland. Go right ahead. Hey, Bob. With all the drama we've had, with the killer bees, with, you know, now Le'Veon Bell and A.B. want to come back here. Even with Ben, you know, always uh, about Ben and all the injuries he overcame and all his off-the-field stuff. It's so nice to go into an offseason with all the acquisitions that Omar and Andy and Tomlin have made, specifically with some leaders they brought in, with Alan Robinson, Sayamalo, Pat Pete, and Kenny now emerging as a leader. Now that they've gotten all the drama out of the Steelers and there's just unbelievable expectations, particularly in Pittsburgh, about this upcoming season, to me it's just sad about the story about Kenny and poor Matt Canada with the playbook. There's a million jokes. And my old saying was, if you don't laugh, if you don't cry, if you don't laugh, you're going to, you're going to cry. So somebody needs to just clear the air and get this out of the way. And maybe coach Teal, if he gets an interview, he'll talk about it. But my question for you, Bob, with all the moves they've made, and it's been a fantastic offseason, with all the freaks they have now at their arsenal, aren't you expecting the special teams, which have been an Achilles heel for the Steelers with their punting, their punt return, punt block, their whole scheming, now that you've got guys like Connor Hayward, you've got Darnell Washington coming in, little Calvin, who was unbelievable in college as a returner, with all these freakish athletes that they have, you expect a, a new punt block team. Uh, Danny Smith, he needs to be held accountable to help the Steelers score some more points. So what, so what do you think about with the depth, well, how they're going to do with I think teams? that's Roland, I think that's hard to try to figure out considering they're going to have some new players in key positions there. Uh, and I'm not sure how they're going to utilize all of them. Um, you know, if you're asking me, should they be better? Absolutely, they should be better. And I, I'm sure Danny Smith works at that every day with what he has to deal with on special teams. You want that to be a plus, not a negative. But at the same time, I think what you described is a bunch of guys who are going to be making a difference on either offense or defense. You know, Darnell Washington's a guy who can do some things on special teams. So he's done a little bit of that in his past at Georgia. But some of these other guys, I don't know if they're equipped to do it. It takes a special breed. The depth players that you see on this team are going to be responsible for that. A guy like Killebrew... Uh, he's invaluable. You know, so far they don't have Derek Watt. And you can say what you want about Derek Watt. There's no contract for him right now. 
But he was real good on special teams. They're going to have fine people who can step in and, and do what he did. And again, people want to talk about, well, it's a lot of money. It was. It was way overpriced for someone who was just going to be a special teams guy, although last year he got more involved on short yardage, which I thought every fullback should be if you're going to be on the team as a fullback. So before I look at those contributions at any of those guys, I got to see it more. We haven't seen much of how they're utilizing. It's only one day or one week of OTAs. When we get to St. Vincent College, you're going to see more of that. They spend a third of their time working on that stuff, and we'll be able to see who's in what position to see if they can get better in that regard. But, yeah, it's obviously nice to get uh, contributions from special teams when it comes. That's why I don't like this rule that I keep harping about. I, I just think it, it's too lame of an excuse. To me, I'd go the other way with it. I'd say, you want a fair catch, you're good. You have to – right where you are. If you're not willing to take a return here, then you have to. But, of course, that would go against safety. <laughs> so they're not going to do it. But just to, if, if that's the case, you may as well just get rid of kickoffs altogether and just put the ball at the 25-yard line. Let's go to Dan on the north side who joins us right now on the Bob Pompiani Show. Hello, Dan. How are you? Hey, Bob, I'm doing great. I'm glad to talk to you. Always, always a pleasure to thank speak you, sir. With you. Appreciate it. Listen, I uh, this is not this is sort of not why my beside why I called, but uh, you know I saw the Kenny Pickett story this morning about the playbook and his truck being stolen, um, and that's a shame. But uh, I was wondering, you know, was, what was that one page of playbook? See, you know, people are going to take these shots here, but I don't <laughs> think that's fair. I know that it's on social media. You're going to see a lot of it. My advice to, to Kenny and to Canada is don't look at it, which I don't, don't know that they do anyway. But, you know, that's going to happen. But the, I think Matt Canada, since you brought him up, Dan, and, you know, the, this is more pressure on him. You could talk about pressure. Who has more pressure? You could look at players. You can, this guy has He's no got a contract. Lot of talent now on that No offense. contract behind the, beyond this year. He, more than He's, anyone, he, is under pressure to deliver points. Lots He's of got a lot of talent on that offense now. They got a, a you know, first-round running back, first-round quarterback, you know, high-profile wide receivers, uh, high-profile – I mean, their offensive line's coming together, it seems like, hopefully. Uh, you know, high-profile tight end. I mean, it, this guy, he needs to produce at this point, I think. Yeah, I think your your two for Kenny Pickett will help him a lot. I think you'll see an expansion of the playbook. I think you'll see less jet sweeps. But, you know, everyone wants to say that Calvin Austin is going to be this great difference maker. I hope he is. But he, hasn't been, on, he hasn't been on the field at all. And, sure, you can right. do that at Memphis against that competition. But against sure. this competition and against guys who are all pros at different positions in the secondary, I wonder what he's capable of doing. And are you I'll just taking a guy, leap of I... faith and making him this – Wonderful mm -hmm. slot receiver. People make it sound like he's coming back from a Pro Bowl season. He hasn't even stepped foot on the field yet. I think there's one guy that really needs to step it up, and he's, in my mind, at least been unimpressive. You mentioned him earlier is Deontay Johnson. He real, I really feel like Deontay Johnson needs to step up his game because I don't feel like he's been what – he thinks he is or anyone else is predicting him to be in, since he's been here. Well, he did have 86 catches, but of course, you know, when you don't score touchdowns and you're paid uh, 13 to 15 mil, whatever he's making uh, a year, you better you better get in the end zone once in a while. And I think, I think that'll change this year. I do. I, I think you'll see a lot of people wanted to trade him. He's still very good when it comes to getting the ball in stride. I think one of the strengths of Kenny Pickett is putting the ball accuracy right where he has to. He may not have the arm of Josh Allen. He may not have the arm of Will Levis. What he does have is accuracy and a good understanding of this offense now year two. 
So I expect you'll see a lot more yards after catch this year and touchdowns from Deontay Johnson. At least I would expect that. All right. Thanks, Bob. I appreciate you taking my call. My pleasure. You have a great day. Ed in Kennedy Township is next. Let's go out to Ed and see what he has to say. Hello, Ed. Hey, Papa, you know, the guy you saw is talking about the hidden diggers. 149 times the NBA playoffs has gone 3 nothing, and it's never been happened that somebody came back. And uh, Boston has a chance to do it. Yes, they do. They were down 3 nothing. They won a game in Miami. They go back to Boston. They win, and they look like a totally different team. But I got to suspect, Ed, that Miami knows that this is their game seven. They can't afford to go back to Boston. So tonight I would expect Miami to win and that curse to go on. It'll be zero hey. and 150. Hey, listen, if Miami doesn't win tonight, I'm willing to bet your house that Boston will win game seven at Boston. <laughs> You're not going to bet my house. No, 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 no. So, um, you know, I, yeah, can it happen? Sure, it can happen. Is there going to be a first at some point? Yes, there is. That's a lot of hidden vigors, 149 in a row. But it goes to show you how difficult it is. And I think Miami knows this is the time. But I got to tell you something. They better hustle more than they did in game number five. Uh, Boston beat them down the court. Uh, Bam Adebayo was no, you know, he was trailing plays a lot. He wasn't effective at all. And they shot well from three. Miami didn't make a lot of threes. If you're going to play that game, you better make them. And I think tonight will be the game they do it. And they'll go on and play Denver and then lose to Denver in the finals. That's the way I see it, Ed. Hey, Memorial Day, I want the Indy 500 back on Memorial Day. I want double hitter baseball. Uh, well, a lot of people would like to see, uh, Memorial day back like that. Uh, and I understand it. And by the way, speaking of that, thanks Ed for the call. I want to wish, uh, best wishes to our friend Chip Ganassi, uh, because Chip is, uh, you know, they've won the Indy five Chip Ganassi racing has won it five times and they'll have a chance again this time because Alex Pillow is on the pole. He qualified there. So he's got the number one spot, but they have four of the top 10, uh, with Pillow, Scott Dixon, uh, Takuma Sato and Marcus Erickson, who I think won it last year. I can't remember if it was last year or year before. So they got guys who are in position, and Chip Ganassi continues to just churn out wins. And as he always likes to say, I like winners. And he's got a bunch of them on his side. So best of luck to Chip Ganassi at the Indy 500. 412-928-9370. John and Jerry, hang on. I'm going to get to your calls right after we take a short break. This is the Bob Pompiani Show, Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back here. Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Bob Pompiani with you. Reminding you to tune in tomorrow night. It's the number one Cochrane Sports Showdown every Sunday night, 1135 on KDKA-TV. In the meantime, 93.7 The Fan wants to visit your youth baseball or softball teams in action. 
with the Pittsburgh Pirates. Parents and coaches, send an email to us at youthsports at 937thefan.com to register your team. Ages 12 and younger and 93.7 The Fan may be making a stop to see a game or a tournament. It's all brought to you by Living Treasures of the Laurel Highlands. 412-928-9370 is the number. Let's go out to John in Mount Washington. John, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Bob. How are you? Hey, uh, all right. Uh, Ron Cook wrote an article uh, this morning about who he thought was better, uh, Tallman or Cowher. He picked Tallman. Now, uh, hear me out with this one. All right, for me, it's Cowher. This one stat sums it up that I looked it looked it up. Cowher's teams over the years compiled a record of 108, 1, and 1, in which they built a lead of at least 11 points. Regular season, one blown lead in the tie. That's amazing. Which means Cowher had his teams ready to ready to close out games all them years with an array of maybe average to sub-average quarterbacks while Tomlin inherited Ben. So what do you think? I mean, it's a tough call. you got a Hall of Famer and one that's going to be. I would lean toward. Yeah, both Super Bowls they won. You know, it's that was the. Uh, well, the but also Bill Cowher had opportunities in the AFC Championship games at home that he yeah, didn't I know. complete. And if that had happened now, you know, Tomlin would be hearing it. But, it, you know, I think yeah. if you look at it from well, a. Regular you know, season cuts. <sighs> well, sure it does. And they've, if you look at the Tomlin case, you want to make regular season. Nobody's had a better streak of non-losing. You know, it's funny to me. I was looking the other day at. Oh, yeah. In the last 50 years, the Steelers, I think, have finished in the basement of their division twice. That's it. Uh, Why well, don't Ben's pulled out, what, like 43 or so wins? Yeah, he's the- right up there on the list. I mean, it's, you know. But, uh, yeah, I know. These, it's just these, one person. These debates are out there. People like Tom and Ron obviously made a good case for Tomlin, and I think he respects Cowher. I, I respect both. I, if I had to pick one, however, it would be Tomlin right now. But I, you know, having said that, uh, he needs to win more in the postseason moving forward. It has to, and it has to start this year. I think they. Ha- I know it's a crowded AFC, but they got to get into it. Jerry in Aliquippa, Pennsylvania, joins us right now on the Fan Hotline. Hey, Jerry, go. Hey, how's it going, Bob? What up? Uh, not much. Just enjoying your show like I do every Saturday morning. Thank you, man. I appreciate you listening. You're a hardworking man. I don't know how. I don't, I don't know how you do it. Well, I mean, it's like everybody out there who wants to work hard. You choose to do it, right? You get up. Yes, sir. You got to have a good attitude. I wish, um, and I say this generally speaking, but I see a lot of younger people who don't have that, and I wish they did because there are too many distractions and things out there to take their attention away from focused on actually putting together a little blueprint of your life and where you want it to end up. And no matter what you end up doing, you better have a commitment to work. Agreed. Yeah, um, I wanted to call, I think – you know, we got a good receiving core this year. I think that Deontay Johnson, you know, he catches a lot of heat. Um, you know, a lot of people wanted him traded and so on and so forth. And, um, yeah, he's dropped some balls. He's underperformed. But, uh, you know, this, you know, last year being Kenny's, you know, first year, you know, a lot of people, if they go back and actually watch and tape, he was open a good 80% of the time. And, uh, you know, I felt like, you know, he just he he gets a lot of heat, and I think he's going to have a really really good season this year. And uh, people are banking on you know Calvin Austin way too soon. I think I think you know he got to get on the field, and let's go from there. Well, I agree. I I really think you know the thing about it this time around here, Jerry. You know, Kenny Pickett markedly different where he was this time last year. He was just drafted. Uh, he was taking third string reps. He was 
not a thought at the beginning of the season. They may have said it was a competition. It really wasn't. They had determined they were going to make things easier, try to run the ball, don't make mistakes, high percentage passes, no turnovers, and they deferred to Mitch Trubisky to do it. But that didn't work out, and I think it hurt Trubisky, to be honest. Now it's a totally different situation. There is a pecking order. You know what it is. No competition needed. It's Pickett first, then Trubisky and Mason Rudolph there. Nice quarterback room, I think, to have. But I think because of that, the relationship he has with Deontay Johnson will only get better. I think it's true with all. Now, the, to me, the key is, you know, the Steelers have a different definition of what they ex- – what they. if you had to ask them what's an explosive offense, it would be this. We want to explode on the line of scrimmage with a run game that features Najee Harris and Jalen Warren. We want to physically beat you up to set up second and short, third and short. From there, we can do some things in the playbook that will make defenses back on their heels, not their toes. I think that's the way they view it. So they want to win the line of scrimmage, which is why they did what they did in the offseason in terms of their uh, you know, offensive line acquisitions, either by free agency or draft. I think all of that will make you realize that's the way they're going to want to do it. Again, Pickett will get better, but it's not going to be on him. And I don't expect fantasy numbers from Kenny Pickett. A lot of people have looked at this and say, what would be a good year for Kenny Pickett? Well, I like the fact that he talks about it. He was on with the PM team in a very nice interview this week from – uh, from Bowser up in Monroeville, and he, you know, it's about wins. Ben Roethlisberger always talked about wins. Numbers come when you win. Accolades come when you win. All the kinds of stuff that you're looking for comes as a result of winning, and I think that's his first thing. However you get that done, uh, yeah, he'll he'll his numbers should increase. They better increase, but also you don't need to have 50 touchdown passes and six interceptions, and you still could lose games, you know? So – you're going to see that offense evolve as the year goes on, and I think it'll become far more productive than it was last year when they averaged 17 points a game. Bob in Pittsburgh, before we go to break, what's up, Bob? How are you? Good, Bob. How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks. Hey, this is a call about the Pirates and the PNC Park experience, which, which is great. I love it. Mm-hmm. I especially love a Sunday afternoon game. It's great. The one thing that always drove me crazy is when the players are on the field with the kids – and they're in different positions, and they're signing the balls for them. Mm-hmm. They play the Who's Bubba O'Reilly, uh, Bubba O'Reilly, like out here in the fields, got to fight for a meal, and then teenage wasteland. They're all wasted. It's like, man, what? Why don't we play like Mister Rogers' uh, beautiful day in the neighborhood? You know, Bob. I don't know. I like the PNC Park experience too, but I've never gotten to that point. <laughs> but I have grandkids now, so who knows? Maybe I will get to that point and have them run over there, and maybe they'll learn a whole different genre of music <laughs> than they're growing up with. I don't know. Uh, but on weather like today, I mean, anytime you're out at a game, you know, it's funny. I saw Matt Harkins. A lot of people complaining, and and I'm starting to understand it, not agree with it. The pitch clock has been great, but sometimes these games move along at a rate that's really difficult to get comfortable if you're a fan. You show up, you sit down. Uh, an hour, like the other day, I, I forget who, it was Texas. We were over there watching a the game. Six innings were in in the first hour and five minutes. I mean, it's like, wait a minute. I, you know, I still haven't gotten the nachos I want. I haven't gotten an opportunity to to go and get what I – and if you do go, see, they have a problem. Uh, concession lines. You can miss two innings the way it is right now. So, I still like the pitch clock. Don't get me wrong. Jake, hang on. We'll get to you to start the next hour here. I want to tell you now about fan weather, which is brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. The sun is shining. Spring is here. Time to get a great deal on Silverados or Colorado. Stop in online at sunchevy.com. Today's sun mixing with some clouds. A beautiful day. 
comfortable holiday weekend, 77 tonight. Patchy clouds, low of 52. Rinse and repeat tomorrow. Fan weather brought to you by Sun. We'll take a break. Come back. Hour number two. I want to hear from you on the Steelers, their offense. What do you think? It could go from 17 points a game to what? How much does it need to improve? Alex Highsmith, how much is he worth? Tell me what you think it is. I'll tell you mine. The kickoff rules. Also, the Pirates with a seven-home run explosion last night. Can they do it today against Luis Castillo? And Dallas Vegas, just like you saw with the Boston Celtics, you know, all of a sudden they're down three zip to Miami. They came back and win two in a row. Can Dallas do the same to Vegas after being down 3-0 and extend that series? We'll talk about it next right here. It's the Bob Pompiani Show, Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.